Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the AEW Rampage preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hampler from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Rampage. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review AEW Rampage, but also AEW Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, but oh, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bigger quiz of course on wrestle culture as i said though joined by michael hamlet to look ahead to aew rampage tonight although i will say we are recording this on thursday we are here in dallas texas of course for wrestlemania weekend lots on the docket for tomorrow so we're recording this in advance so inevitably tony khan's going to announce some mad match <laughs> on friday afternoon that we're going to completely miss out on and yet Rampage already pretty stacked tonight. Let's start at the top uh, with the presumed main event, a collision of epic proportions. It is Powerhouse Hobbs versus Keith Lee, and this has been built to brilliantly. Oh, it's tremendous, this. Yeah, you say that theoretically they could add something to Rampage. Interestingly, of course, maybe he won't, because maybe the other promotion he owns and books (laughs) might want to be the thing he wants to get his attention tomorrow night. It cannot be understated that this Rampage going against Supercard of Honor... um, on the very same night that Tony Khan has promised, please stick around, please yeah. uh, don't flick over, don't leave the building if you've got other wrestling you want to attend, things are going to be going down. He might have his eyes elsewhere. And I think that's a talking point in and of itself, because we did talk about, well, his plate's already pretty full. So filling it with yet more wrestling, this might be the first example of how much he wanted to give this rampage versus mm. his other new pet project. All that being said, yes, Powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee has been tremendously well built up. It is AW's arguably the best current pitch of irresistible force and immovable object. Yeah. They both feel like they cannot be stopped by mere mortals, by mere human beings. You've got things like the visual of Hobbs being the first guy to absolutely maul Keith Lee and that cool takedown he did. You've got the fantastic spot of Keith Lee bursting through the uh, the Austin, Texas <laughs> um, flag last week. It's all this sort of stuff that makes them seem bigger than life, let mm. alone bigger than the people they typically associate with in AEW. So you want to watch this as the sort of super worker version of a WWE monster mash. Mm. Like this is big guys not necessarily doing big guy stuff because we're in the words of Big E, big man bump meat, big man bumping meat, 
but that can also go. Yeah. So you kind of like it's the best of both worlds in terms of people like you're in big monsters and. I'm not going to say super workers, but a higher standard than what you'd expect from big guys like these. This cannot, like, I'm not scared to stick my neck out when I say this cannot fail. No. I feel so good about this match. I, and I feel like, I know we, we talked about this with uh, with the FTW Championship match last week mm. with, uh, with Swerve challenging Ricky Starks. I feel like on this one, they aren't going to repeat that formula. You may get some interference. You may get Team Taz trying to get involved. You're obviously going to get rather biased commentary from Taz mm-hmm. uh, during this. But uh, as much as we had shenanigans in the match last week, yeah. no offence to Ricky Starks, I love him, isn't he? A handsome bastard. <laughs> I don't think his involvement will have much... Like, Powerhouse Hobbs wrecking Swerve, for mm. example, is very different to Ricky Starks being a little git on the outside. It may cause a near fall, but I don't think it will be the definitive thing in this match. I think Keith Lee wins, because I don't think they beat Keith Lee properly like this yet in a fair fight mm. and yeah and you've still got a way to go in terms of potentially having Swerve and, and Lee team up to take on Team Taz despite the fact that Lee's beaten Hobbs yeah I like um, we've talked about this with regards to certain other feuds or wrestlers or angles on Dynamite but this fit on in AW but this feels very much at the moment like a rampage program and when Keith Lee wins he kind of gets to graduate back to the dynamite rank and file because they didn't win at um, Face the Revolution. Mm. He didn't like, he hasn't, as you say, he hasn't really lost in the traditional sense, but that was his first sort of setback. He won his big debut, he looked super dominant, and then he didn't quite grab the brass ring as they literally mm. asked them to do. So I think his win here gets him back in the conversation and gets him back in the mix ahead of the double or nothing build, anything that might be kicking around with Battle for Bales and the future TNT title shots, all that sort of ranking stuff, you know, yes. the stuff that matters. Whereas Team Taz's reputation as the kind of underbosses of Rampage isn't remotely dented by this defeat. They've caused him some harm. They've, you know, got a victory over his friend, Swerve, last week. It's not that they haven't had their fun in this programme. Yes. But good should fundamentally always, like, persevere through the dark times and eventually prosper over evil. And I just think this is quite a nice way to do it without Team Taz next week being pissed off with somebody else on Rampage. <laughs> it, like, it isn't going to remotely blunt their blade, is it, if no. when they lose this match? Um, we've also got a, a sensational uh, match uh, with Top Flight against the Young Bucks. Um, great to have, obviously, uh, Darius, Darius Martin back mm. working. Uh, Dante Martin has been very busy in his absence, of course. Um, but this was one of those things we were always looking forward to when we knew that uh, when we knew that that, that, that Darius was coming back, and they've done this before, I and mean, this is a rematch. Yeah, and it was from memory, if memory serves correctly, jaw dropping last time. Oh, it was absolutely tremendous. The Young Bucks gave obviously Top Flight an enormous amount of um, freedom within that match to get them get themselves over, kid, and they did just that. And um, that was a Daily's Place match as well, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So all the more harder to kind of steal your attention in that. You know that dim and distant world I never want to go back to of relatively quiet crowds or no crowds at all. Um, yeah, it's it's tricky this because I haven't read the spoilers and my assumption is the young books go over, but this doesn't, yeah, feel, any, doesn't feel anything like the the sometimes prevalent problem in AEW of winners versus losers. You know, before the match has even taken place, this doesn't feel like that. This sort of feels like you want to see when Top Flight are going to get going again. You know, like Dante Martin had all this. Do you remember? It was only like, what, six, seven weeks ago where the whole thing was. Oh, Darius Martin could be in real bother here because Dante Martin's 
like leapt off the screen since mm. kind of not going it alone but just having other makeshift partners having his own little moments but since Darius has come back rather than Darius trying to have to play catch up Dante's disappeared a bit top flight have disappeared a little bit so I would think this is going to be if indeed they do lose tonight it's going to have to be the best kind of Young Bucks showcase match for them because Young Bucks are going to get back on the like a title hunt, they're going to be fighting FTR. We would assume soon, but they're going to yeah, be the challenge on Dynamite. Of course, you know that's got to be that's got to be in the front of their minds as characters. But when, if and when Top Flight lose, where then? You mm. know, it's, it's a pretty big setback in the rankings. Who wouldn't want to watch Top Flight versus the Jurassic's for the belts, for example? Yeah, like there's there has to come a point where they get going again. And a loss to the Young Bucks in a match where people are gifting the best bits and are talking non-stop about the cool high spots might be an effective way to do that forgotten what the name of their new finisher thing is that I saw doing the rounds recently oh I don't know I don't think that wins them the match I agree with you mm. having not seen the spoilers I think you have to have the Bucks win because in WWE's words then you have the momentum yeah. to take it into Bucks FTR 2 and all the stuff that's going on with FTR that factors into that as well mm. you don't really want them to be going like, yeah and we're challenging some guys that even top fly can be yeah. no offense to top fly of course but yeah i think if you whatever the name is i'll google it whilst we're doing uh, something else on this show whatever the name is of that new mad finisher they've got when dante i think it is bounces off two different sets of ropes oh, and yes. flips over and does some mad bollocks i think you hit that on one of the young bucks and the other one just dives in mm. to make the save because like you say then you get that the the, the social media engagement and the getting over in defeat as you say yeah. but I think the Young Bucks kind of have to win this one that feeling of uh, like why aren't more people talking about top flight or whatever a lot of the time that's really insincere mm. but that is the kind of conversation you want to generate if they're going to be getting beat mm. many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
We've also got a uh, Owen Hart tournament qualifier. We know Tony Storm, uh, now she is all elite, of course, following Dynamite, has qualified for that. Uh, it is Jamie Hayter versus Sky Blue. Uh, first of all, I haven't really had a chance to get your thoughts on the Owen Hart Foundation tournament. I think it's pretty cool. Um, how could you not, really? Uh, they're going to have this tournament and a men's tournament as well, is that right? Two I believe so, yeah. Two separate Owen Hart Foundation tournaments where the they'll ultimately just be underpinned by high quality action um, there is no more a fitting way to pay tribute to Owen Hart ultimately to give this to shine a light on the Owen Hart Foundation like a, a wonderful cause a great cause it's the another way in which it folds Martha Hart and indeed the Hart legacy the modern Hart legacy into a W cannon so yeah I couldn't love any of this more and I was really encouraged by the first qualifier as well Tony so I'm qualifiers Wilborn qualifiers for a women's tournament mm. at times they might actually be a changing um, yeah Tony Storm's debut was, was pretty thrilling all things considered and I don't necessarily expect this match to, to bang maybe it will um, but Jamie Hayter out of the um, out of the shadow of the former women's champion Britt Baker is interesting Yes. She's not keyed on the graphic as being with Britt Baker and Rebel Not Reba, Reba Not Rebel. Mm. She's just there alone. Um, Sky Blue, quite underrated on the end of the arse kickings she tends to receive in AEW, and I do expect her to receive another arse kicking here. But Jamie Hayter, tournament wrestler, is fascinating to me. The idea that she's got to now go into this tournament and do it for herself and prove that maybe all those little sly glances all the times she didn't really want to participate in the DMD was was masking a bit of resentment that you know if I wasn't with you I could just do all this by myself <laughs> so a strong run in a tournament is going to tell that story and I kind of want to watch that we've not seen Britt Baker since she lost the title to Thunder Rose we don't really know what her next move is what her next motivations are so the further Jamie Hayter goes along are we going to see Britt start to resent it are we going to see Britt support it and that lead to a Britt Baker baby mm-hmm. face turn it's the fact that they're going to potentially use a tournament to tell the story I think is really inspired and I do expect Hater to get the win to continue that on if she loses and I don't think she will but if she loses you've also empowered the idea that Hater needed Baker all yes. along you know so if Sky Blue gets the upset that's there, that's there for them as well I think you're right I think it's, Jamie Hater's probably going to do some it's, it's a bit of a poison chalice potentially Jamie Hater is bloody brilliant yeah. at bumping like when I think it was Riho came off the top when she oh, was on the outside yeah. that, that sticks in my memory mm-hmm. that cell of hers to that so there's that but I can't want Jamie Hayter to win I kind of think she will win mm-hmm. um, and I think she's the right person you know she's not I don't think she's going to win the whole thing but like you say in storyline purposes as much as I think Sky Blue is going to be very entertaining I think this is a relatively straightforward victory for Jamie Hayter she's be a little bit of peril with Sky Blue um, but yes I think Jamie Hayter advances to the Owen Hart tournament and before we get to the House of Black taking on, oh, I was going to say the Dark Order then, but the Dark Order and Fuego Del Sol, of mm-hmm. course, we know from Dynamite we are going to hear from Dan Lambert and the Men of the Year. Now, don't know how to feel about this mm-hmm. because Dan Lambert, Cody, NT Champions, well, all well and good, Scorpio Sky, uh, you know, everything that's going on with that, and Ethan Page, and yet. I hear something like that and I don't think I don't think they advertise it for example mm-hmm. just for them to say aren't we great and like they did previously no one else gets a shot at the title without yeah. earning it therefore my brain goes to Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti oh, and oh I'm a bit nervous well, what we're getting 
Like, there's two belts still, isn't there? I know you're okay with them now, but there's still two belts. Yes. Are they going to clink them like FTI used to do, and then they're going to try and pull them apart, and a string of semen <laughs> is going to link them together, like when you stand on chewing gum and your heel lifts oh. off the floor, you know? Is uh, Dan Lambert going to explain that he's a belt guy, so he knows a belt guy, and he got the belt professionally cleaned, mm-hmm. and then Sammy Guevara is going to steal that belt, because that's what people in AEW do anymore, and they're going to f*** it all over again. <laughs> like, I, I, they have to know that this... Have they done? They, they meaning, do, come they, on. meaning AEW, have to know how this was received. And by the way, right, and I haven't seen much in the way of defence of that angle, but this is not about Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti, like, being extremely online in their love of one another. It is not about that. No. At its core, and I said this when we reviewed it, this is about the company believing that cum and pussy juice on a title belt is like baby face stuff. These belts are every, I've said it before, what do wrestlers go to work for? That's why the belts matter. That's why WWE bastardising the mid-card titles is such a problem. That's why swapping titles on wrestling shows is as bad as it gets. Yep. That's what they all go to work for. All of this is stupid unless you place those strange, gaudy things on a pedestal, and that's what you do. You don't like invoke the idea of discharge being in the crevices of the logos and the, the gold plates and things of that nature, and they've, they've done it. And they With have, the TNT title, nonetheless. Yeah, they have to, yeah, I and that see, I think that took on a life of its own, and I'll be honest with you, that didn't like cross my mind mm. when that happened. But yes, completely because of the prestige of that title and what that denotes in AEW law and all that. That's another thing. I just think they have to wank it. I'll walk it back. Um, they have to get away from what they did last Wednesday and stick to stick to the, the building of a match between Scorpio Sky and Sammy. It's still happening. Like Sammy Guevara is going to lose a rematch. Maybe they're going so hard on the relationship stuff because Sammy loses and the next heel says something along the lines of, look, this relationship of yours is costing you your career, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they try and gaslight Ty Conti and then you get these, the couple, the young loves, overcoming the odds and showing, don't be so stupid, it's nothing to do with love, I was on a bad run. It's like, they actually get to subvert this old idea that that bloody woman is in fact just part of one story. Sammy wins and the two of them can stand proud as, no, actually... We can, we can win and f- <laughs> So, I don't know, something along those lines. My thing with all this, right, is I didn't really have... I haven't got an issue with, with the, the, the Sammy Tay stuff because I thought, oh, great, this is going to lead to Scorpio Sky or, or, or Ethan Page and Scorpio. Some permutation where we're going to get Sammy and Tay working together or separately having matches mm-hmm. with members of American Top Team, which will introduce... Page Van Zandt, Page Van Zandt. Yeah. which was the end goal for me mm-hmm. here. And that, that's probably where we're heading. I just think the journey we're taking, like you say, just all the sex, cum, all that <laughs> stuff, basically, is needless discharge. Nice. Very good. I like that. It just, it's just not necessary. And I think we're going to get more. I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to they're gonna suddenly make Sammy be there and, and, as he should probably say... I probably got a little bit carried away in trying to do something dramatic and I just bought the pape and blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not making excuses, but I want a rematch mm-hmm. at Battle of the Builds, which is, let's be honest, probably where we're heading regardless. Yeah. And, you know, that's all that really needs to be said. I will say this. I've theorised this before. It's out there on Twitter. I've said it on podcasts. I think AEW sometimes do the housemate everybody hates booking. 
By that I mean, there's always one angle that I think they know is going to be rubbish, but it's going to be so rubbish that it takes the attention away from some of the mid stuff. Mm. So what else is any? What else is getting any criticism in AEW at the moment? Yeah, nothing. All eyes are on this, just like it once was Brandy and Dan Lambert, just like it once was the Nightmare Collective, just like it once was what Cody was up to. Anyway, anyway, Matt Hardy used to be the guy, didn't he? Yes. Whatever Matt Hardy was up to was just the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm being funny. I'm being stupid. <laughs> Cody's great. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think that there might be a certain knowing element to this of let's just double down let's see how stupid we can make this because they won't then focus on some of the other stuff that isn't necessarily hitting as hard as we would like but yes when uh, when uh, the men of the year have their say with Dan Lambert tonight uh, my heart is going to be in my mouth yeah uh, finally we've got as I mentioned uh, the House of Black and I want to say congratulations to the, a little podcast called the uh, AW Unrestricted podcast I want to give them a little bit of props a nice yep. little podcast yep. always nice to give out to little contributors as well you want to throw down the ladder exactly they've got Brody King on there this mm-hmm. week uh, who I think has been great since he arrived in AEW. He's a member of the House of Black. Notice I'm not doing the silly voice because in-ring stuff is great from them. Can we do a different one for the spotlight? So can we make it like a sort of late-night boy band or you? House of Black. <laughs> so it is uh, Malachi, Buddy and a Brody versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order and the little engine that could <laughs> in Fuego del Sol who... I really am enjoying him in the ring. Mm-hmm. I also really am enjoying watching him get his head caved in by these three. What's, what are they going to do, a House of Black, to the Dark Order and obviously Fuego tonight? Absolutely bang game for nothing but hideous violence. The reason that you and Cedric, I'm not sure I'm ready to let it go yet, but I've stopped saying who's a blick, is because these matches absolutely rule. In ring, we've said it from the very beginning when Brody King and Malachi Black came together, let alone with the addition of Buddy Matthews, who is in the mood for danger so far in his AEW run. It is all hitting. And by hitting, I mean very hard in the <laughs> face and often with kicks and knees and fists. Fuego's going to get all three of those. Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. Evil Uno is underrated at absorbing some pretty cruel punishment as well. I can think of like a handful of squashes before in uh, AW history. If you think of what Kenny did to Evil Uno that time, like there's a lot of nastiness dedicated to Uno's weight and he sells it with such um, sympathy for a guy covered by a mask. You don't even, it's not like you yes. see less of his face than you do Rey Mysterio and yeah, his body language denotes sympathy really well. Stu Grayson, Made waves recently, um, kind of snapping back at Hangman Page mm-hmm. for getting, I think he was on a Being the Elite, but it did the rounds on Twitter, getting rejected by him in favour of the Jurassic Express, and this is going to be him attempt. I think Grayson here will go out of his way to show himself actually on the level of the House of Black, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, by doing some of his awesome aerial stuff, and then ultimately Fuego eats, well, he eats, quite frankly, but he eats the pin, he eats the defeat to save the Dark Order's blushes. I think, yeah. We're going to see all the stuff you want from the House of Black, but don't sleep on Stu Grayson's contributions to this as well. I don't know if this is about Dark Order Dissension. I don't know if it's about them turning heel. I think I think moves are being made in the Dark Order. I just can't figure them out yet. I still can't quite work out why they decided to separate Page in this way. Yeah. But I think sooner rather than later, the Dark Order's alignment is going to matter. And I, it might start here. Yeah, I can't. I can call what's going to happen in this match, like you say, House of Black, get the victory. I can't call what's next to the Dark Order. I can, and all generally with with the House of Black, because we sit here and we go, well, Blackpool Combat Club probably next in line, or one of the next mm-hmm. tag team champions, without question. And you got the House of Black. Maybe they're going to bring some trios titles in. We're seeing more and more trios matches yep. again back on AEW TV. Maybe you have in the interim the House of Black versus all of the Dark Order, and that splits them down the middle. Yep. And then you can still have, you know, you can still have the the pockets of Silver and Reynolds and and, and Grayson and Uno and what have you, but. 
who knows? But yeah, I think in terms of in terms of a result, it's only one thing happening tonight. Uh, the other thing I want to see as well is at some point is Julia Hart not going to join up as oh, well? Oh yeah. And then of course that ties them to the Dark Order via something with her and Anna Jay as well. I didn't so even think about all that. All more reason to pull those sides together if indeed you're going to keep this going. Like the battering Fuego tonight means the Dark Order can kind of have a second bite of it, doesn't it? Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of AEW Rampage tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, of course. Uh, the SmackDown preview is already available right now on our big WrestleMania WrestleCulture preview. No, all the way around. WrestleCulture WrestleMania <laughs> preview is coming your way a little bit later on today. But for now, this has been the AEW Rampage preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.